Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Winchester Radio this evening. Uh, it's evening for us. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about The Memory Remains, supernatural episode of the 12th season, number 18, written by John Bring and directed by Phil Sagrisha, who did an amazing job. And John Bring um, deserves a big raise because this was an amazing episode, and he could write a whole season of these episodes for me, and I would be just fine <laughs> um, <laughs> after a pretty after a pretty good season, you know, ups and downs and whatever. This was a this was an amazing episode, amazing, and I don't know. Pretty much everyone on my timeline felt the same way. I I know I I know there are some out there <laughs> who disagreed. <laughs> But because a certain character is still AWOL, but uh, um, um, for the most part, this was just exactly what Supernatural is. It's Sam and Dean hunting a monster. With uh, It was creepy. It was scary. It was um, um, emotional. It furthered the over, overall arc plot of the season because we got an appearance of Catch in the British Men of Letters. Um yeah, it was practically perfect. Practically perfect. I can't say it was 100% perfect. I can't give it an 11 out of 10 because there still hasn't been a brother hug or or <laughs> something like that. But they were but but that end scene was gorgeous between Sam and Dean and really beautiful and just right had just the right amount of sentiment and um a feeling and it was it was perfect um i'm afraid this is going to be one of those podcasts where becky or maybe i think becky and i will just sit here and go yay it was great yeah. did you see that uh, yeah great. did you see that i loved it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah i'm afraid it will be be kind of boring i think cuz it's going to be like, oh, I love this. Did you love that? Oh, I love that too, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and even and even my complaint that it didn't have a hug is really like it's a sunshiny, happy complaint. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, right, oh. right. Okay. <laughs> um, well, um, I mean, it had humor. Um, it had it had the cult, it had twists and turns. I mean, you thought it was this and it wasn't, it turned out to be that. And then that had another element to it, you know, like, uh, you think it's the sheriff, yeah. but it's not, it's kind of the sheriff, but it turns out to be a God. And then it's not just the God. It's the, it's the unknown brother of the sheriff who's part of the uh, rich family. Um, in the city, and and then he lets the god loose, so it just goes back and forth and back and forth. And the the versions of of Moloch, you know, the goat dude, as Dean kept calling him, which is very funny. I liked <laughs> goat dude. Um, you could tell that that was a costume of some kind. I mean, you got a good look at it, and so you knew it wasn't really the supernatural effects department. 
but he was still scary as could be, I thought, you know, just the way they handled it. And the second, the second oh, costume yeah. where Dean's going through the, and, and, and um, the real Moloch is actually loose or, yeah, he's loose by then. And it's actually um, uh, Pete watching him. But that other goat costume where it's just kind of standing there doing nothing. And Dean knows it's not the real thing, but it's still really, really creepy. And then, of course, you get to see the actual Moloch. Um, we saw him twice when he when he goes after poor, um, oh, gosh, his name just went right out of my head, Darren, uh, Jared's friend, <laughs> not Jared Padalecki, the other Jared in this episode who was the first victim <laughs> that we see at the beginning of the episode. Um, and, <laughs> and I actually, I actually wrote in my notes, will no one ever learn to not walk alone through the woods at night? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, but then, you know, we it's, wouldn't have uh, Supernatural if they didn't, not, so. Not to interrupt you, but an interesting thing, I was checking mm. IMDb, um, for this episode, and, it shows that the actor who played Moloch, not Black Bill, but the actual Moloch god, was John DeSantis, who has been on the show before. He was the golem, and he mm-hmm. was um, also um, in that ghost, the um, second Ghost Facers episode, which I can't, the name is escaping me right now, as, you know, the guy who was keeping um, dead bodies for his birthday party. So... I thought that oh, was interesting right. that we we didn't really see him very much, but it was it showed it because he's a stunt guy too. So, mm-hmm. cool. And I don't know yeah, um, how many people out there watched Fringe. I'm a huge Fringe fan. Um, the guy who played Pete, the actual bad guy for the episode, he was in several episodes of Fringe. He was Brandon. Walter's um, lab assistant. So I was like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, he's going to have something to do with being the bad guy because I've seen him (laughs) in something before. (laughs) (laughs) And the actor who played the sheriff, he was really good. I really liked him. Mm. And, you know, since he knows about the supernatural world, his family has kept the god in their basement for 20 years or longer. Um, I guess it was a lot mm-hmm. longer. Um, mm. You know, I, maybe we'll see him again, you know, kind of like how we see Jody again now. You know, she was just a sheriff in the first episode we saw her in. So mm-hmm. I, I would love to see the sheriff guy again. Yeah. And he, tra- he was trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, he was trying. Um, he could have done a better job of it, <laughs> but he he was trying. And there's just so much about this episode that I loved. I mean, it had that spooky, creepy feel, especially in that um, scene of Sam and Dean going down the steps with the flashlights. That was very reminiscent of a season one, season two episode. And it was just a really great Monster of the Week that was 
spooky and creepy. I mean, dope dude, whether it was the Bill guys or Malik, both of them were super creepy and mm. really, you know, really spooky. And it it was just everything that, you know, people started watching the show for. You know, it was right there. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then, like yeah. you said, it still kept on with the story arc with Catch, you know, putting in those um, mm-hmm. bugs at the bunker. It's like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, move out of the bunker. Leave that place. Everybody and their brother knows where it is and visits it all the time. And they just follow yeah, the darn bunker. Do what they want. And I'm like, do Sam and Dean not have cameras in the bunker to see who comes and goes? Do they Seriously? not have them? I mean, I know. Well, I guess the, the, the catch would know how to deal with that. Of course, but there's got to be other warning. There's got to be other things that they can do to watch out for every Tom, Dick, and Harry gets in. And and, and they know. And I know that. Catch told, mm-hmm. Catch told them that their key opens up every Men of Letters place, so they should know that the Men mm-hmm. of Letters can get into their bunker at any time. So do something yeah. about it. I know. Jeez. I mean, like. Even if you don't want to do stuff like, you know, the sophisticated cameras or alarm because you know they'll probably catch that stuff, you know, sit down with your copy of Home Alone and and do all the old school traps. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like put, put a bucket of water over the door or something. Oh, my Trip God. wires, you know, like trip wires. Or trip wires. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy that they don't look out more but um um oh anyway so and then did not like catch like snooping around everything and then he took the picture of of mary and and young dean like you think dean's not gonna notice you know come on and that little scene of Catch with that picture and the way he was rubbing Mary in the picture changes mm-hmm. my theories about Catch that I had last week. You know, last week mm-hmm. I said that his downfall would either be um, he's forced to, he's told to kill Sam and Dean and he doesn't want to because he doesn't want to hurt Mary or he's told to kill Mary, uh, which he doesn't mm-hmm. want to. I was thinking, but after this, the way he was, I think he wants, you know, it It gives you that impression that he will kill Sam and Dean just so he can have Mary all to himself and not have to share her with anybody. That's the impression yeah. I got. Yeah, I think he would happily get rid of all of them so he could have her. Uh, that's not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> but he can think <laughs> about it. <laughs> Um, I like how Dean has an entire drawer full of black t-shirts. <laughs> they go with everything. And I loved that he had a Bob Seger cassette in his drawer. The drawer with his yeah. pictures also has a Bob Seger. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it was it Night Moves? I think it was Night Moves, which of course where they sang in the in um the episode yep, Baby, yep. which was a nice little yep. little tie there. I loved it. Um, oh, and it's funny. 
catch looking through the telescope and going, nope, <laughs> <laughs> can't see a thing. <laughs> Which, you know, I guess. I, I love that. But, yeah, I love that because it's been there for how many years? The Pazuki's been there and they've never done anything with that telescope back there. So I love the catch is like, yep, doesn't work. Can't see a damn thing. Thanks for confirming that for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always wondered, was it, could you see out, but, but like you have to open, for lack of a better word, the window on the surface so the telescope can see out? Or I wonder if it's just camouflage for something else, you know? I mean, it's kind right, of cool, right. but it's a, it's, a, it's a big thing to have in there um, to not do anything, to just be decoration. So I don't know. Maybe they'll do something with it someday. But it was very funny to have Catch look in it. An alien <laughs> storyline or something. Yeah. Um, um, Dogpaw DK on Twitter she mentioned something that I it was something that I actually wanted to talk about on the show on the podcast tonight. She says that she thought Dean taking the gun under the table in the beginning would mean that he'd discover mm-hmm. the microphone later. And I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. That was something I mm-hmm. caught, you know, I, I noticed on my rewatch today. Right. Because, you know, they specifically yeah. show Dean reaching under that table and pulling the gun when he's cleaning his gun. And then they specifically mm-hmm. show catch putting that microphone basically in the same place so mm-hmm. I think they did that on purpose because Dean's going to catch it mm-hmm. hope so he may not right away because he doesn't he doesn't really, really need to look under the table you know he knows the gun's there and he knows where it goes Right. so he could easily put it away and take it out without really looking but he may he may have to glance to to fasten it, or he may drop mm-hmm. something, you know, or whatever. Yep. But you're right. I think um, I, I didn't notice that, but you guys are right. It's absolutely he's um, they've shown that for a reason. You know, of Dean, um, I was probably too busy thinking that you know Dean cleaning the gun and aiming it around was hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was. You're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I was like. Like, hmm, definitely. So I didn't think anything uh, more about it. Um, I like that um, um, Dean called Sam reading Rainbow. Do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I and I loved Sam's answer, which was so funny. He, he stayed up all night um, um, going through all the books on demons, and he says, I realized we have a lot of books on demons. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just funny. Yeah. Um. And I have to say, I am so glad to see Dean get his groove back. To see him flirting with the waitress, and oh, <laughs> I mean, having a one-night yeah. stand. It's like... Yes, Dean's finally got his groove back. It's so good to mm-hmm. see. It was it was awesome. Yep. I loved seeing it again. Like he kept and, he and said awesome Sam. like three times in one sentence, and I was like, "Yep, you're right. It's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep, I loved it. Um, I liked that she flirted back. I loved Sam's reaction. He was just like, ugh, you know, Dean. Just the usual and sort of don't exasperated. Do the thing. Yeah, and don't do the coffee don't. thing. And of course he goes and does the coffee thing. You know, yeah. this coffee is hot like you. And then he does the little finger gun snap. Hilarious. <laughs> just wonderful. It was so much fun. And then um, it was weird, though, because the timing, I was like, did they spend the night or did they just go off for a little while? Because everybody's wearing the same thing, <laughs> you know, and it's, I guess the time is different because they have breakfast. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's right. They do talk about spending the night together, but it was kind of quick at first. But, yeah. And, yeah, I loved it. And I'm I a, love... I'm a dean. Mm-hmm. That breakfast Sam had, that looked so gross to mm-hmm. me. Eggs and some green leafy things and some tomatoes. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, pancakes. You need the pancakes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, breakfast is not for vegetables. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like I like breakfast food. I, I eat pancakes every now and then, but I I confess I I eat like scrambled egg whites for breakfast every morning. I don't eat vegetables with them, but I I do. <laughs> so that's <boring>. totally fine. <laughs> Just not the tomatoes okay. and the green leafy stuff. <laughs> No vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not big on that. Unless it's unless mushrooms, mushrooms in your eggs, then that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, oh, I also thought um, it was very hot when Dean and the waitress come back in, and she kind of turns and she's like right up against him, <gasps> you know. Yeah. And oh, and he says and something kind to of, her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he just, but he just kind of. He doesn't push her away, but he's like, okay, okay, sweetheart, we, you know, we had a great time. Let's not read anything into this kind of thing, you know. She was okay with it, but yeah. I, and I, then and later I put on, in my notes, I said it was so fun to see and so familiar. Yeah, I just loved it. Just loved it. Later mm-hmm. on, when he's eating at the bar, later on, you know, he's eating up at the counter. And she's behind the counter working, and they don't even talk or look at each other or anything. So, <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's like when she turns and she's right up against him, and he just kind of looks over her head and kind of is very gentle with her. And he's very polite, but he's just like, okay, we're done. You know, yep. <laughs> you're going to go to work, and so am I. <laughs> um, I. Before that, I like when... Sam and Dean are talking in the diner and and Sam starts talking about research and blah, 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 blah. And Dean interrupts him and says, you figure out what it is and I'll figure out a way to kill it. Like done. And I thought, you know what? That's pretty, that's pretty much the premise of the entire series. (laughs) You figure out what it is. It's true. It's true. I'll figure out how to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) And he makes, it's like it ties in later, which is perfect. He makes a point of of patting his side to say the colt. He says it'll bust anything. And remember that line because it comes up later, uh, later on mm-hmm. in the episode by Sam, which I thought was perfect. That um, they use the colt on Moloch. It works. 
it will kill a god. And then Sam looks at Dean and says, the cult, it'll dust anything. <laughs> like, it's a cult. <laughs> and speaking of hot, Sam, Sam charging through that door with the cult to save Dean and just gunning Moloch down. That was great. Another great scene. I, I was thinking, you know, when Sam was the one to use it instead of Dean, when it was Dean who kept it the whole episode, I was thinking it's interesting that since the cult has come back, Dean hasn't used it at all. You know, Sam's used it twice, and Eileen mm-hmm. even used mm-hmm. it once, but Dean hasn't used it yet. I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. we got to talk about that last scene. How wonderful. Mm. The scene at the table yeah. with Sam and Dean were, oh, I was crying. I, I I admit I was crying. There were tears. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Putting it in there with those flashbacks to when young Sam and Dean were doing the same thing in the car. I just, oh, it was so good. And the look on Sam's face when he's watching Dean do it. Oh. Yeah. It was perfect. So good. And so good. And it started out it started out a little bit sad because they're like, you know, no one's no one's gonna remember us, you know. And Sam's like, you know, the people we saved are gonna remember us, you know, that's gonna be our legacy. And and he's right. And they will I think they will be remembered more than that, but it's okay that they don't think so. They're just not used to people recognizing what they do, you know, and thinking they're heroes or thanking them. And, and I, um, not to interrupt, but I, I kept thinking, what about those books that Chuck wrote about them? Because Castiel, mm-hmm. you know, the first time, he says these are known as the Winchester Gospels. So in the future, they're That's like biblical characters. Mm-hmm. I thought of those too. I said they will be remembered somehow, yeah. but I, yeah, I think they don't think too much about those books, you know. No, <laughs> <laughs> they try not to. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they Dean takes out his knife and he says, "We're going to leave our mark," and. You're right. It, Did you it matches up so beautifully to the flashbacks of them doing it to baby. Even when Sam blows away the sawdust, he does it as a little boy mm-hmm. and he does it as grown up Sam. Oh, just beautiful. Did you kind of get this a feeling that maybe they were setting up that they would be leaving the bunker? Because I kind of got that feeling, but that set is, you know, such a great set. I don't know if they yeah. would do it, but they did get rid of Bobby's house, which is also a great set, but not as big, but it was a great set. And not as expensive, I don't think. I don't think they no. put as much money into no. building Bobby's. It was, um, Bobby's house is basically two rooms, whereas this one is pretty big. It's big. So, 
involved in a lot of uh, props and everything. What we talked about last week that we're kind of of a mind that because it's become so easy to get in and out and too many Mm -hmm. things and too easy, we're like burn the bunker. Well, them carving their initials into the table Somebody said they're they're never leaving that bunker. It's like they love the scene, but you're like they're like, oh my god, they're so tied to it now even more. But you know what? They they carved initials in a table. They could take the table if they were leaving. Or well, um, I thought the I don't opposite know. way. Uh, you leave mm-hmm. your mark someplace that you're not going to be. That you're not going to be there anymore, and you want them to remember you, which is like what they were talking about, you know, their legacy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so to me, that's what it felt like was they were leaving their mark for the, you know, cause they won't be there. And yeah. it made, it but they kind of gave their initials the baby too. And they still have but babies. Ca- I, I know they're different ages and different reasons. And... I mean, again, this is just one of my theories. Which, like mm-hmm. I said, they rarely ever go the way I theorized. <laughs> but, you know, they're talking about leaving your legacy for the day when you're not there. And so mm-hmm. somebody True. would remember you. And that's what leaving the, their mark on the table meant. And then, mm-hmm. like we've talked about, everybody and their brother can get into the bunker. They know that. You know, Lucifer himself has been in the bunker um, the Steins, you know, did an attack in the bunker. Um, so many, you know, then we got the British Men of Letters sneaking into the bunker. So many people. And they're going to figure out that the British Men of Letters are there. You know, they're going to figure it out. And mm-hmm. what if what if they blow it up or the British Men of Letters mm-hmm. blow it up? I could mm-hmm. totally, totally see something like that happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I... Get Sam and Dean back on the road. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, this episode proved it. You know, they were out on the road hunting down this monster. Yeah, we still didn't get a hotel room scene. No. That's a bummer. We didn't even get to see that expensive hotel room that the British Men of Letters put them up in. No. We didn't even see that hotel. (laughs) No. Weird. Mm. You know, Jay Ronick can make some fantastic hotel rooms. I really miss them. Me too. Well, if they blow up the bunker. <laughs> yes, um, please. Maybe we'll get to see them again. <laughs> please, blow up the bunker, please. Yeah. And um, oh, oh, oh. What? Hmm. This is just, you know, as we know, Mary can't be on the show forever. And I could totally see maybe something happening to Mary. And that's 
you know, that's what causes Sam and Dean to blow up the bunker maybe, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. kind of get back at the British Men of Letters or something. I could see that happening too maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe yeah, like if like... Catch is in there and Catch or them, you know, is in there or something and they blow it up. Well, the British, I mean, when they first found this, it was – you know, they felt it was their legacy. It could be home. Mm-hmm. Even I was really like happy that they could have something like that. It yeah. was so nice. But me but too, me too. if if it's tainted by everything the British Men of Letters has done, and and we know they're not like that. But the British Men of Letters, if it Again, if it's tainted by everything they do, like you said, if something happens to Mary and catch, it's like maybe they couldn't bear to be in it anymore, you know, or maybe mm-hmm. a big battle takes place there and it's already half destroyed anyway. You know, like forget it, you know, we we managed fine without it before, we'll do it again and just like you said, just blow it up. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's so, probably just wishful um, thinking, but oh, I would love it. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. I love what the bunker is a great place, and it has so much potential, and it's a beautiful set. But I just mm-hmm. miss the guys being on the road, and mm-hmm. it's not a safe place anymore. That was one of the main things when they first found it was you know it was hidden and warded mm-hmm. and you know and all this stuff and it's supposed to be like a super safe place for the guys and that you know like they could hide Kevin there and you know and stuff like that and mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah you know Crowley can come and go whenever he wants you know Lucifer's been there you know like I said everybody and their brother can get there now so. Mm-hmm. yeah so I agree it could it can go but yeah, I don't know what they would think. Like a very expensive set. Uh, maybe they could take as they could salvage as much as they could out of it, and then blow it up. Like the books, the research, the, some of the weapons. Right. You know, I mean, it's not a particularly luxurious place. I mean, it's not like Sam and Dean would give up fancy bedrooms, you know, and a, and a gourmet kitchen. I mean, it's nice. <laughs> it's decent. It's a real, you know, it's his own place, but they, it's not fancy. Um, so, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, um, yeah. Jim, when Jim Michaels was on our podcast, he talked about he had just read the finale and was said it was pretty pretty amazing just mm-hmm. yeah it, it was pretty well so who knows maybe maybe we will get something happening to the bunker he seemed pretty like blown away by it yeah and he did mention that Lucifer's in the finale which I thought was interesting yeah yeah maybe he'll do something to the bunker <laughs> The, the, Maybe he'll open up a big... portal to hell and suck everything down into it. Ooh, that'd be something. You know, like a hell mouth. That that would be. <laughs> you know, if if Sam and Dean were somehow to kill 
um, Kelly and or her baby, he would totally do something like that. Mm-hmm. He sure would. Because um, we've still got, you know, that big storyline going. You know, not just the British Men of Letters storyline, we've got the whole Luce Furnace baby storyline. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, we have a caller. Kind of okay. cool. Let me find out who it is. <laughs> Sounds good. Hello, hey, caller. It's Winchester. Radio. Hi, my name is. Hi, uh, my name is Kate. Hi. Hi, Kate. Hi. I um. Hello. I've been listening to several of your blogs, and I was just wanted to say I was listening to part with the bunker, and I think you uh-huh. you guys are onto something. <laughs> um, oh. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. I'm just a viewer like you guys, but I watched the mm-hmm. convention YouTube you know, sessions with Jared and Jensen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know at the last one, a fan had asked if, you know, they were going to do anything to the bunker to make it more homey and couldn't imagine, you know, Dean would love a big screen TV and a nice lazy boy chair. And Jensen's face was kind of taken aback. He's like, have you read a script or something? And he kind of mm-hmm. noted to the, the questionnaire that she was basically right on the money. So something's going to happen in that bunker, I think. I hope they're not moving in new furniture. I hope they're moving out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ketch is going to cause some trouble in the bunker. I don't know. Because he might do yeah. that. Keep yeah. married with if him and, and try to do something to the boys. <laughs> but it was actually kind it's of a fun. funny interaction. And when you were talking about it, I was like, oh, there's got to be something there. <laughs> Oh. If uh, they move can, in a lazy boy and a big crossed. screen TV, Dean is never leaving. Yeah, <laughs> Dean will never leave. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and that reminds me, their names from this episode were from Game of Thrones. So I guess they're really catching up with their Game of Thrones DVDs. So. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, didn't Dark they start that with Charlie? Yeah. Yep, yep, they did. Mm-hmm. They, um, in one of the Charlie episodes, they were watching the Game of Thrones DVDs. Mm-hmm. So, yep, the Starks are the main family, and the Martells are another family. Uh, let's see, when I heard Stark, I thought Iron Man. <laughs> right, <Stark>. right. <laughs> then I couldn't match the other ones. I was like, oh, well. Well, thank you for letting me speak with you ladies. It was very nice. Oh, oh thanks of course. for calling. We thanks really appreciate calling. it. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh. So, ooh, let's hope. Let's hope maybe something will happen to the bunker. Yay. <laughs> yeah. But don't move in a lazy boy and a big screen. It, like you said, he'll never leave. Oh. <laughs> Dean will never leave. <laughs> or if they bomb it, if they do blow it up, then Dean will be even madder. So who knows? Mm-hmm. 
Well, like, that's true. Like, damn it, I just got those. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Could happen. Um, okay. What do you think about what? the absence of Castiel? I mean, he's barely been in this season. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they we know the last time that we saw him, you know, him and the other angel were standing there at the sandbox to heaven. So Right. What do you think's going and on? What's Dean, your And Dean's been trying to reach him. They they were calling Dean was calling him at the beginning of this episode and then Sam says don't worry, he'll be fine. Cass is always fine. Um, I it's kind of the same level normally, of worry that he got when he was captured and tortured. So, um, you know, right? True. Everybody very else. true. But uh, but normally, um, Castiel doesn't let Sam and Dean go this very long without checking in. It has been a while. Yeah, and he said his GPS is disabled, which, of course, is because he's in heaven, probably. Um, he's with the other angels they must be plotting about Lucifer and the Nephilim I would gather um, for, for Castiel not to have checked in in this very long makes me think something bad is happening with him yeah and it is weird because he should know that Sam and Dean will wonder, so he should just check in. And he's mm-hmm. been looking for Kelly and the Nephilim, right? So right. he must be wondering, does Dagon have him, or what is going on? So, yeah, it's very strange. It's kind of strange that we haven't gotten a hint of what's been going on with Cass, because even if Dean and Sam don't know, sometimes the audience does. <laughs> so, And I we don't, don't know. actually know... We don't actually know if he did go to heaven. We just saw mm-hmm. him and the other angel guy standing at the sandbox, which usually takes you to heaven. We didn't actually see mm-hmm. them go through the portal thing. So that angel guy may yeah. have been working with um, Dagon. You know, it could you know could mm-hmm. be a bad angel guy, and so we don't know. Mm-hmm. He could be in a bad place. This is true. Well. Well, spoiler alert, he's in the preview for next the next episode, so I guess we'll find True. out something. Um, and that is in two weeks. We don't have a new episode this week, right? Right, right, yes. right. And so it'll be a couple of weeks before we sure. see what Cass has been up to. They're um, showing a rerun of Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell uh, on mm-hmm. the 20th. Okay. And Ketch has explained away Mick's uh, disappearance. He's gone back to the British Men of Letters in England to take care of some things. So Ketch is their supervisor, whatever, for the moment here. Um, who, who had Frodo first? as the nickname. Sam did. Because was it Sam called called was it mm-hmm. Sam called Mick Frodo? Okay. Yeah, it was, I he, thought it he was had Mary. Phone as Frodo. Sam did. Okay. 
Okay. Because doesn't Mary also? Because I'd swear she looked at her phone once and it was Nick and the nickname was Frodo. But I could be wrong because I remember thinking, wait a minute, I thought Mary said that. I don't remember it, but I might be wrong too, so. Eh. Oh, oh, oh. I just remember my very favorite moment probably in the whole episode was when Mm -hmm. um, the bad guy, bad brother Peter, was that his name? Um, When he's Mm -hmm. saying he totally twists our usual motto for the show and says (laughs) hunting hunting people, killing them, the family business, and the look (laughs) on Dean's face. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> John Bring is a genius for that. That was uh, that was awesome. Yep. Dean's like, wait a minute, that's not what it means at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. I just loved it. <laughs> yep. John Bring's a total genius for coming up with that. I loved it. Yeah, he is fabulous. And Jim Michaels, if you're listening this evening, um, please tell John Bring it was awesome. Please give him a raise and please make him write more because this is yeah. the show that we yeah. love. This is the show that we love so much. Um, 100%. Yep. Yep. Perfection. That last scene was just gorgeous. So I have to say this last scene with Sam and Dean because the last scene was catch um, yeah, looking yeah. at the picture, which was not wonderful. But <laughs> um. Oh, real quick, just because I'm mm-hmm. watching it and it just came on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching through Amazon Prime, and I've got the closed captions on, so you know I follow along with the words while we're podcasting. Mm-hmm. And every time... Um, baby rolls into the scene I think whoever does the closed captioning must be a supernatural fan because it says engine purring <laughs> and you know most of them would say engine rumbling or engine sounds or something but engine purring which makes me yeah you love baby you're a supernatural fan so. <laughs> or a car person but right, yeah, right. definitely yeah, I just love the sound of her engine, and Dean was driving her kind of wild in this uh, in this uh, episode. Because I'm thinking, oh, mm-hmm. look at her! My goodness. Um, I thought it was very well directed. I mean, of course, Phil Sagrisha has done so many episodes of Supernatural. Um, some of the transitions were really cool, like Moloch killing the guy with the blood squirting, and then Dean squirting the ketchup on the burger, you know, was the transition. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then, um, you know, the fights and the monsters and the woods and everything else. It was really creepy. Oh, um Nothing to do with Phil, I guess. But just, I love Sam and Dean when they're coats, when they do the FBI coats. They look so handsome. Oh, yeah. And uh, it also oh, makes and me think of X-Files. 
Yes. One thing that I thought of when watching this, um, you know, when Jim Michaels called in a couple weeks ago, I asked him about the change to 8 o'clock, if that had affected, Mm -hmm. you know, their storylines or, like, you know, the amount of blood they can show and things like that. Well, Mm -hmm. in that first scene when um, Black Bill or – is it Black Bill? Was that his name? I don't remember what the character's name was. Um, the, mm-hmm. bad, the bad guy, Peter in the in the goat head. Mm-hmm. Um, when he has the kid tied to the tree and he basically just hits him with a big hammer. Mm-hmm. In the old days when it was on at 9 o'clock, I think, you know, there would have been some, he- some beheading there maybe or at least mm-hmm. some blood. You know, we would have gotten a lot of blood because, you know, this show has never been afraid to show the blood, you know, and big blood splatters on walls all the time. And we didn't really, you know, the only, we did mm-hmm. get some blood in when it showed the flashback and the blood flowing down into the grating. Mm-hmm. But, Definitely. you know, we didn't really, before we would see the beheadings and stuff and we didn't get to see they didn't actually show any of that, and it made me think it's because of the change mm. to eight o'clock. Probably. Um, um, shoot, um, a couple of funny lines uh, when Mister when Catch says um, when they're searching the bunker, and he says, "Find out, um, you know how how does Sam keep his hair so shiny, and how many ratty <laughs> yeah. flannels does Dean own?" Um, Oh, here's a question Um, Sam and Dean and the sheriff, Barry Are down in the basement of the house And The Pete comes in and and He locks, Dean goes after him upstairs And then he locks them in the basement So Sam is locked in a basement I made me wonder that he have flashbacks, does he have post traumatic stress syndrome? He was captured and tortured in a basement for you know, quite a while. It just made me wonder. Uh, our show is not that deep. <laughs> oh. So well, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It yeah, kind of used to mm-hmm. back when you know Sam had Lucifer in his head. You know, it kind of went there, but mm-hmm. no, it really doesn't get that deep anymore. No, because if it bad. did, these two, Sam and Dean, would be in the loony bin if they, <laughs> if they did. Well, that's true. Would, and you know, plus mm-hmm. Sam would be a drooling mess after all of his head injuries. <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, oh, and another great line: um, Dean and Sam go to search the the Bishop Mansion, the the meat packing company uh, owners. He says. Why is it the rich ones? And they find the murder basement, the creepy basement. He says, Why is it the rich ones? Uh, yeah, croquet is all right, but you know what would be great? Murder. That <laughs> <laughs> like was another too. great line. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, 
I do like the one thing that they've always kept throughout the show is Dean's disdain really for rich people, but mm. he likes rich he likes rich things, you know, like when he has a chance to like stay at the hotel and stuff, yeah, he'll totally take you up mm-hmm. for it, but he won't he, he won't mm-hmm. let you know that he likes it, you know, so mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I you know, since the first season, he's always had a thing about you don't kill animals. I've always loved that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in this episode, it, you know, they let you know about, you know, and you don't hurt kids because we kind of got that when nice. the sheriff was talking about uh, it was either Jared or Darren's dad, you, you know, used to abuse him. It was just a great episode, and yeah, we pretty much spent our time going, that was great. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see this? It was wonderful. <laughs> um, as much as I love the good episodes, they just make for boring podcasts. So, sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, and short ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how yeah. much more we can talk about. I mean, um, I'm looking. I mean, we got to see the cold, always hot. Um, it was worrisome, Dean going off by himself and leaving Sam to keep an eye on the sheriff. Sam didn't like that either. Um, I hope, I know it supposedly can kill anything, but I hope Dean or Sam don't rely on it too much because you never know. Um, we know it can't kill Lucifer, and that's all we know. That, well, that's true. But it, there until are, a god. There are, what, five things? I think they used to say there are five things that the cult can't kill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking through my notes. I, I don't see. I think we talked about everything. Did we talk about everything? I think so. It's time to get off of here and go watch Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who is on. <laughs> yes. After being gone a year. Um, Yay. We've been through everything. We've asked um, that John Brain get a raise, so that's a good thing. And if Jim Michaels is listening, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes, please give him that raise and make him write everything. Um, we talked last week about how um, if if you know, the show going on longer and Jared and Jensen and, and uh, the time they spend and everything that it would be actually pretty cool to do shortened seasons, like 13 episodes. If you could do 13 episodes like this one, that would be awesome because Jared mm-hmm. and Jensen would love having that kind of quality and the fans would love it. And, you know, they'd get time out. It would be just perfect. I mean, if they could be that good, I would be okay with it. Um, yeah, yeah. So some of my anyway, favorite shows ratings? are shortened seasons. Well, I was going to say well, some of my favorite. Walking Dead does. Doc, mm-hmm. Walking Dead, um, Doctor Who, Orphan Black, mm-hmm. I Zombie. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all shows that only get you know ten, twelve, thirteen mm-hmm. episodes, and they're some of my yep. favorites. Yep. Ratings, um, ratings were steady with last week, basically the same, 0.5 with 
1.58 million mm-hmm. viewers, so it's basically stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Still slightly down, but um, at least steady. And they do go down about this time of year a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, maybe if enough people talk about this kind of episode, I noticed a lot of like people on my Twitter timeline saying, basically, you know, I thought I was out. But they pulled me back in, you know, this episode. So, um, you know, so I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll they'll keep coming back. And let me see. This was episode 18. So we have not many left. About five, I think. Five or six. Five, yeah, five. Five. And the last two, the last two they're showing back. Same night. Yep. But as people keep getting asking and, and confused, Jim Michaels confirmed it is not a two-hour episode. It is two one-hour episodes, and they, they're airing one after another. And, of course, because they're the finale, they'll probably relate, but it is not a two-hour episode. So, um, right. Put right. that back out there. Yep. Okay. Anything else? Any other news? I think the um, the hearts that Jen is doing for charity, Jen and Jared, the Pop and Suki, I think that's still going on. Um, mm-hmm. I guess they're they're getting down to the end of their inventory. I think Jared mentioned, but that is still going on for two worthy causes. Every penny from the heart sold is going to the human rights campaign and uh, our council, and sorry, and uh, Planned Parenthood split. And right, they are right. beautiful and high quality. And Jared has been signing a few here and there, doing a thing. So that was fun. Um, anyway, anything else? Just, uh, mm, no, I think we're good. Okay. Well, thanks to everybody for listening. And thank you to Kate who called in and uh, agreed with our bunker (laughs) theory. (laughs) Uh, That was fun. Uh, Again, fantastic episode. Um, And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, As Becky said, there's a rerun this uh, week. And thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Again, fantastic episode. Congratulations to everybody. Any last words? Thanks. thanks for listening. Just thanks for listening, right. everybody. We really, really appreciate it. We do. Um, definitely check out our website, winchesterbros.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Both of those um, are also Winchester Bros. Twitter, of course, is at Winchester Bros. We keep up with all the news and articles and what's happening with uh, not only current Supernatural uh, folks, but Um, those who've been on in the past because you never know when they're going to turn up again. (laughs) And uh, I guess that's it. We'll let the boys uh, play us out for the night. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.